0: Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your encore strategist, and transformation catalyst, Isabel Alexander. Hello, everyone, and. I'm so glad that you are here right now because I'm going to share a conversation and some tremendously inspiring information with a friend of mine that I'm so happy we reconnected. We had about a decade where we were kind of on different tracks, and in fact, we were in different countries. But today with me, ladies and gentlemen, is Shannon Tobin, who is the founder and the inspiration, the light behind Dare to Be Youth Charity. And we are, this morning, in the snow. We're in Burlington, Ontario, Canada. But I know that what we are going to talk about is going to appeal to everybody anywhere in the world and any age and any stage. Shannon and I... Go back a couple of decades and we shared a similar paths. We were both entrepreneurs, we were both leaders, we were both mentors, we worked with all kinds of people to help them increase their abilities, their capabilities, and their success. And that's why there couldn't be a better bond or connection for me with anybody because she is so aligned with my philosophy of lift as you climb. We've both believed that the better we become ourselves, the more that we grow and develop and expand, the more we are able, and capable, and responsible to help others build their own success ladders. And while I was out of the country doing other things for a while, I didn't even know that Shannon had added one more amazing attribute to her resume, and that was starting a foundation, creating a charity, really, and really I will call it a movement too, because it's an attitude, really. It's an attitude about how we can start with the younger generation in our population and teach them those skills, that confidence, that mindset, and how that really supports all economies and all people. So without further ado, and I will be putting the details of Shannon's bio- and her contact information in the show notes, of course. What we're going to talk about today is her legacy project, which is called Dare to Be Youth, and DTBY, which is the one that I usually stumble with, .ca. We're going to have that information there for you so you can learn more. Before I take up all of the time, Shannon, we were talking before we went on the air that my desire is to help everybody, whether you're a baby boomer like me or whether you're younger, but to really feel like there is a way that they can act on a desire, a passion project to make a difference, to do something And not be put off by concerns that they don't have a good enough idea, or they don't have enough money, or they don't have enough experience, but that once you get started, there is a process that you can follow so that you can build on that idea and really enact on it and attract the people that will support you and also lift you in that process. So it's now, what is it, a little more than a decade since you started Dare to Be Youth? Take us back to how that became an idea in your mind, and what were the early steps for you to make it a reality?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for having
0: me. It's an honor to be here, and I'm so, so happy
1: that we reconnected, Isabel. You're such a light in this world, and it's just great to be here. Yeah, you know, I did not expect DWY to come out like to, to, to be what it is today, but it all started with a personal experience. So we all have a journey. We all have uh, experiences in our life that have shaped us, that have uh, grown us, that have helped us learn. And for me, I wanted to give back. I wanted to create something that I didn't have growing up. And so uh, just a, a little example of that is I lost my dad when I was three years old. Back then, we didn't talk about grief. We didn't. We didn't have the support, and so I grew grew up in life um, challenged, um, uncertain about things, not knowing, and making I would say some poor decisions. And so, true life lessons, and with clarity, really understanding kind of how this is that one event shaped who I was at that time. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that others, Like if we surround ourselves with people that help us grow and lift and elevate us. That is only going to make us better in the process. So for me, it was giving back. It was creating something that was a way that I could say, no, I don't want to see any child or woman uh, go through what I went through. So it kind of started off as it was a, a, my old life's lessons and experiences that kind of put that burning desire in my heart to do something. That's when my book was launched. That's where I was able to support women. And that's a whole other uh, conversation um, who have been struggling, who are in uh, abuse, uh, whether it's physical, mental, emotional or financial uh, marriages. And that is what I had uh, been through. And so it started off as just, uh, I've I, I got to do something. I can't just sit back and not do anything. And something small turned into something bigger. And it wasn't even an intentional, um, it, it wasn't intentional that we grew DBY to where was. I actually fought the process of growing it to
0: where it is today. That's um, something I'd like to explore a little deeper because I know that you're not alone. In fact, I resisted for a long time doing what I'm doing too, thinking that's not possible. It's a dream. But mm-hmm. right? uh, so talk about, talk about that resistance and, and where you think it came from and how you overcame. Well, it's like we always
1: have the, we have faith and fear sitting on our shoulders at all times, right? The enemy. And then there's that spiritual side that is like, you know, I'm, I'm a a faith-filled woman and I believe, you know, God has a plan for all of us. And when you listen to the fear and you, you know, you, you allow it to paralyze you, I mean, that's, you know, operating out of a, a, out of a scarcity mentality. And so for me, it was always like reflecting, like, what am I here for? Like, why am I here? What is my purpose on this earth? I didn't get what my purpose was until truly um In the last couple of years, like this is what I was called to do. Like I have goosebumps as I'm talking about it. I'm fit- going to be 52 in a couple of weeks. And so, you know, we think as, as, you know, young adults, my son's in his grade 12th year and getting ready to, to go off to, to college. And I said, you don't have to have it all together. Like your journey is going to change. Uh, but the one most important thing that I've learned over the years is that you have to be happy. And if what you're doing isn't bringing joy, it's not you know, showing your beautiful gifts and allowing you to just truly be happy, then that's where you have to kind of sometimes sit back and go, is this it or is there more? And it sometimes also means closing doors so that other doors for the next can be open. And some doors were closed for me, not intentionally. Some doors were, were slammed shut so that other doors could open. And so there was a process of, I don't want to open that next door. I'm, I'm scared. And a mentor you know, shared with me many years ago, do it afraid. Like If you feel in your gut, we all have a gut. And if you feel in your gut, this is where you need to go. You, you need to do it. You need to do it afraid. But if you feel in your gut, that, that's a red flag. I don't want to go there. You got to honor your gut and how you feel because truly your gut, your intuition is never wrong. It really isn't. And so I really got in tune with my intuition and, and what I was truly meant to do, not what I was comfortable doing. So it was all about being comfortable, being uncomfortable and embracing that.
0: You are so singing to the choir here. <laughs> my my word my mantra for this coming year this period in my my life is tune in
1: mm.
0: that's what i'm i'm holding very fast to that that i tune into my gut mm. and tune into my intuition and i tune into those whispers that are coming from our higher self and trust and it's friggin' scary as, as you said, right? I think like, wow, that's, that's not quite the script that I was led to believe, or that might possibly put me under the scrutiny and criticism of some people who expect me to behave this way or be that way. But, but I, so this definitely, there's going to be a, a, a sequels to our conversation, mm-hmm. but keeping it today to okay so you reached a point where maybe you were being pushed a little bit by by um forces greater than you uh and but you had faith and you trusted and you you got started tell tell us about of course in the intro we're going to talk about dare to be youth and and what your purpose is and your core values and the pillars of the organization but in your own words Tell me what Dare to Be Youth really is about. It's a movement dedicated to
1: empowering young adults, 14 to 24. Like when we say a movement, we are creating a movement. And, you know, we believe in the power of community as a key component to thriving in wellness. And through our program, through our innovative programs and initiatives, um, we're inspiring and mentoring and building the capacity for tomorrow's leaders. So I do believe that, you know, when we step back, I've always been on the forefront, on the stage, um, in the spotlight and came to a realization that I was done with that. Like, it, it's not about me anymore. I love being behind the scenes. And so now, you know, what I do really uh, encourages youth to step in and we step back. And so it's a very much youth led and youth driven. Um, yes, it's driven by by myself and my team, um, which is small but mighty. Um, but we really believe in, and allowing our youth to really step into their own and, and develop that confidence and be where their gifts and talents are, which is so beautiful to watch. And our programs really just launched in 2021. So we took this pandemic. We had, I had again, listen to my gut. It was like, I had this. That burning of desire to do something to support our young people because I knew the beginning of this wasn't going to be a two week thing like they first initially said. Oh, it's going to be two weeks, going to be yeah, right. Two weeks turned into three years, right? Yeah. And I just knew. I followed my gut, my intuition. To walk through that. And so it was either, you know, we do it or we don't. And so I did it and we built a team of people who who created our programs. And then we launched them in 2021, which was really exciting and just finished our second year. Uh, I can't believe that that's like, I, 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 I don't know where the time has gone. Um, but based on the philosophy of me, we community, we offer three part programs, uh, for high school students and young adults. Post secondary, so 14 to 24, to help them build important life skills and develop relationships with others and connect with their community. So that's where the me, we community uh, comes into play.
0: I attended one of your fundraising luncheons uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, I, I had goosebumps seriously up and down my entire spine because uh, when um, Michaela, I think was your spokesperson. Martina Markina spoke. Yeah. Got the I got the M right. Yeah. We do have a Michaela too, so you you, you did have it right. Well the yeah. the grace and wisdom of that young woman sharing her journey, her experience, and what how she was transformed by having that community that you've created and the skills that they're learning. I was so impressed. I thought, Oh, thank God. Maybe the, maybe the human race can still survive. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're starting, we're creating these, um these pods or communities of, of young people that are understanding the value of, you know, relationships and communication and fight financial responsibility and, Mental health. I was just like, "Wow, this is phenomenal!" So, thank you, thank you so much for putting that together and continuing to drive it forward. Well, it was.
1: I was blown away by by her story, and I had no idea the impact until she wrote that. And so, I don't even think she really did. So, again, giving those the young people like that opportunity to share, she she wanted to share her her journey, and it took courage. Um, but it, it just it was a confirmation to me that I'm doing the right thing and so we see signs all the time don't do this anymore continue doing this or sometimes we're tested so you have this you know experience and it, is this going to take you out of your game or is it going to say no I'm not allowing that to steer me in a different direction where I know I'm actually supposed to be on right so Um, it's been an incredible journey and I'm just so grateful for the lessons that I learned and I learned from them just as much as they learned from us. And I think that's where, you know, humility comes into play where ego gets thrown out the door and um, it's just been such a gift to walk in this journey with these young people.
0: Uh, I I thought it was uh, also impressive that you were able to engage the generation that, you know, we kind of say, oh, they, all they are interested in is a looking at a screen. These people weren't, these young people were not looking at the screen. They were looking up and out of, uh, at their futures. And uh, again, as I said, kudos to you for putting together the elements uh, to help build the strengths for them, uh, to do that, to pursue it.
1: Well, thank you. Kudos to our team because really it takes a village, right? It takes, uh, it's not just one person. Yes, it was my crazy, um, vision and idea, but it really does take a village. So I can't take uh, full credit for that, but, and thank you for, for supporting us and being there as a volunteer. You know, we love our volunteers, our, our volunteers, you know, make such a difference in our, our organization. And so I want to thank you, Isabel, for investing your time and supporting us as well, because that's what makes an organization
0: thrive as well. So, Well, I have a vested interest because I have uh, a total of nine grandchildren and to, to think about how what you do, the programs, the experience that you create would have supported them. They're, they're all now, now rising up in their ages, but just to think of all the children in the world. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think what I see too is that your, your model could work for any community, whether it's, um, moms that are in relationships that are not supportive or relationships that are not etc but but staying on dare to be youth and and your journey because what what i'm hoping to do with this conversation and and the lift issue climb podcast is to give our listeners um, some sparks you know and maybe light a little fire for them and how they could act, actualize uh, an idea that, like you did. So, in the and and I, you know, I I think I indicated that you've been doing this for about a decade. But, but that was a process of building. If I understand you, is that correct? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it started small. You know, I, I was always taught build the foundation strong. Right? Think big, dream big, start small. So many people try to do big mm-hmm. right off the bat, and they don't succeed. And So it's that building that foundation and taking it one step at a time and not, not going fast, but just allowing the process, um, to happen. So that, I mean, it was, that's how we did it. And, um, and there were times where we were just like flat. Like when I say flat, there was no growth. There was no, like it was just flat. It was, it was consistent, but just, um, nothing more. Right. And then I got that next step or that next kind of nudge, like you need to do that. And, and that's where listening to your gut. So often people ignore that and they miss out on so many opportunities that were already burning, that burning desire, like inside of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never wanted to be that person, you know, when I'm on my deathbed, like saying, why didn't I do that? Why, you know, my mom had Lewy body dementia and we recently had, a, you know, a tough conversation because she can't travel anymore. And, and, and she was, it was beautiful, but it was hard to hear because she said something about, I'm resenting the fact that you're living your life to the fullest. And I never did in some areas where I wish I did. Regrets are a bitch. They really are. And, and I am, I, I said this, I mean, a, a new deck. you know, 52, I mean, like my 30s was divorced my forties was growth and pain and, and, and transformation. And now my, and, and being a parent, um, a single parent, my son was five when his dad and I, um, a And, and now I'm in my fifties and my son's 17, going to be 18 next month. And it's like my time to live for me mm-hmm. and do what I need, not to be selfish, but to honor my needs as well, where we're always like, sometimes we have to sacrifice in different stages in our life. Last five months, I cared for my mom um, that was unexpected until we were able to get her into a home um, because she needed um, she needed long-term care. And, and, and it was like, now I need to live for me and, and to do what brings me joy. And the greatest example, you know, I, I heard a quote not that long ago, and I have to see if I can find it. Um, but it, it's how we live. Like, it's, it's the example that we live that people see. And I think that's so so important. It's not what's, it's not what's taught; it's what's caught, right? And the world responds to your example, not your opinion. They they respond to your example. And Kale Black shared that recently. Thought, that's so true. It's not your opinion; it's your example. It's how you live. Like, what are your actions? Like, what are you doing? It's not like talk is cheap, right? And so I want to I want to be a great example and embody what we want to see in the world. Whether it's kindness, empathy, equality, whatever
0: it might be, self love. So, uh, thank you for the self love because that I think that's an important element to this. That if you don't love yourself, you don't trust yourself or support yourself to. To grow in the ways that are necessary to be able to lift other people, Mm -hmm. and and that's a you know that's something that really connects me with you is because strongly from the first time I met you I saw that you recognized that as you got better and better yourself you were able to reach back and give others a hand up uh, and build their strength. you you touched on something that i thought was really um a cool thing and that it's that this whole journey through our our lives and each thing that we do whether later we look back and go ah you know that wasn't a lot of fun but it was it's all part of this building who we are right and that i feel so passionate right now about encouraging People to think about living their legacy while they are alive, to influence it and experience it, and you know, increase the impact as opposed to you know hoping that you have some money in the bank when you die and that somebody might say something nice about you. Mm -hmm. I, I think you know, for me, that would be a great regret to not have been in the driver's seat of doing what I feel can make a difference for somebody else, even though, gosh darn it, I make such a, you know, a klutz of myself sometimes. uh, And, you you know, it's not as perfect as I would like it to be, but I would rather look a little wrong, silly, whatever, than not have done it. And that is so cool. Like you said, you you took time to build it, but you and you had days where it was tough slogging. You must have questioned some things, but you kept going. And da da, here you are. And I got messy. Yeah. Well. So, give. Can you share for the listeners some examples of look back? You know, rearview mirror. One or two things you know you did right, and one or two things you know you didn't do right in this process of building the movement and building the charity. And building myself. Oh, yes.
1: Because building a movement and building a charity actually came secondary, like it was secondary. And John Maxwell has been a mentor of mine for many, many years. And he says, always says, you know, um, hurting people hurt people. Heal and I added the heal people, elevate and celebrate people, right? So it, it was, you know, you can't teach what you don't know and you can't lead where you don't go. And so for me, it was immersing in, in mentors. And, you know, I always say, you know, we need a, a coach, a mentor, and a therapist. At, you know, some all at the same time, some in different stages. Um, so I think for me, learning as I grew myself, there was one area in my life where humility overrode um, or sorry, where pride overrode humility. And someone once shared um, with one of my best friends, her pride is overriding her, her humility. And, and, and that was related. Like I, my girlfriend who loves and adores me, um, cares about me, had the courage to tell me that. And she agreed. And, and I, I, To this day, that was probably about nine years ago. I remember where we were sitting. I remember how it felt. And the one thing I did was I didn't react, but I responded and I said, I want to fix that. And she said, well, there you go. That's where the humility has come in. Right. And so I could have reacted and said, what? That's not true. You know, like I could have had like a total comma part. And I was, so when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, Right. And so I was ready. I knew that I needed to fix and heal and, and, and work on myself. And so that was really, I thought I had transformed. That was the beginning of my transformation was sometimes we have to hear the things we don't want to hear, but that are going to make a difference in our life. And so for me, I became a lifelong learner. I, I, I got the help that I needed. I surrounded myself with positive, uplifting people. You know, we become like the people we surround ourselves with. So. Who we hang out with will make or break us. Who we surround ourselves with will grow us or, or shrink us. And, um, you know, I, I can't say enough. I, I thank that person to this day for, for sharing. And, and the ironic thing is that person lives their life with pride as the leading. So it's, it's interesting how they, when you point the finger, there's three point fingers pointing back at you so what they didn't realize is that's how they were living but what they did don't still don't realize is that they gave me the greatest gift because i was willing to hear that
0: and take the steps necessary to change i could never have forecast that our conversation would take this turn But how perfect is this for part of the conversation? Because it's, it's recognizing that having, having that friend at the moment, whatever her motives were, uh, be the tough love or the wake up call for you. And the fact that you are willing. You were willing to face it head on. And, you know, it's, there are days where looking at ourselves in the mirror is hard, right? We don't like what we see behind those eyes, that soul, but we have a choice. We, we have, have a choice. To, we have a choice. Um, and so wowzers. Well, I'm so glad that, that you did. <laughs> I'm so glad you, you sucked it up, Buttercup. Yeah. It was necessary. Okay. You know, we,
1: can I just share one other thing? I'm so sorry. Please. We are where we are. Somebody said this to me many years ago, a great mentor. We are where we are today. So I'm going to say, I, I am where I am today, January 13th, 2023, because of the choices I've made or the, what I've allowed others to make for me. Yes. So some people don't, like that. They don't want to admit that they are where they are based on the choices they made or they've allowed others to make for them. But that is the reality. And so every single day, I say to myself, I am where I am today based on the choices I've made or that I've allowed others to make for me. What am I going to choose today? Am I going to choose to forge forward and not, you know, allow the naysayers or lo- not allow that negative, you know, thing sitting on my shoulder saying, but you can't do that? Um, or am I going to forge forward? And so I think that's an important thing to share too. That we have to take personal responsibility, not of what happened to us. Everybody had terrible things that they've gone through, but we have a choice to respond to react, and how that's going to shift or or grow us internally is up to us. It's not up to somebody else.
0: Absolutely, the truth, and um, and I um. I know that there have been periods in my life where I I was reveling in the pity party and the blame and the indignation until finally I got, oh, yuck, this isn't changing anything. And it's certainly not making it any better. And so, yeah, getting out of that, climbing out of that hole in the sidewalk, as they say, and do that. So that's great to be and to be surrounding yourself with the people that will help you grow, uh, reaching up like you and I both have had experience with uh, peer advisory boards for for women business owners and knowing the benefit of of being in a well-curated group and being open, really open to the wisdom that is shared. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just being open to listening to other people, Who've made mistakes or yeah. either making them right now and, and saying, okay, how, what do I learn from that? Right? Am I takeaway? So that, that's, that's so awesome. Thank you, Shannon. Um, and thank you for reminding me, uh, personally, I'm thinking about this right now about, yeah, coaches and mentors, uh, advisors that, you know, having that, our own curated uh, personal board of advisors is is a really important aspect, no matter how old you are, no matter how successful you are, uh, no matter whether you've decided, oh, you know, I'm going to take it easy for a little while. It's in those quieter moments that I, that's when I've found I've really grown. Yeah, absolutely. Where we are still and we just pause and we were flat. Yeah. That's oh, so important. Is there something that comes to mind for you and and sort of a best tip for our listeners around when you wanna get give your idea uh life what not to do? When you want to give
1: your idea of life, so like a share share your story?
0: Yeah, or? I mean, they have an idea of um a passion project mm. that they would like to bring to to fruition mm-hmm. um, are yeah. there yeah
1: yeah don't rush the climb like mm-hmm. think big dream big start small Uh so often we think fast is best and going you know go big or go home you know that saying i don't believe that and and i've i've seen it in in the as an entrepreneur people going up real fast they come down real fast so i would say don't rush the climb um mm-hmm. uh, Number one, but, but surround yourself with people who have the skills that you don't have. Yeah. Right? I, I think of my accountant who helped me, um, get my, my charitable status. It took us two years to go through that process. I had no idea how that process was going to happen, but I found somebody who did. And so it's, it's seeking out the people who have the skills, who you respect, who are, are, are walking their talk. Who are living their life? Um, the example that they're they're living is is one that you respect and that you admire and that you want to learn from. Mm-hmm. You know, one person I can I can think of off the bat who I reached out to, Lisa Lisson, President of FedEx Canada, and she she emulates light, but she's just she's had the most. Her her life has has been turbulent. She's had great loss in her life, and but she what she's doing because of that loss is changing the lives of so many people. And I reached out to her to, to sit at her at, at the table and have coffee and, and learn and take her words of wisdom. And she was open to that and and met with me a couple of times. And so we have to not be afraid to say, would you be open to having a coffee? Um, mentoring someone is a lot of work. So we, we shouldn't ask somebody, will you be my mentor? Because that is like that. That's almost like a full time, you know, job, but, they're, they're a mentor in essence, just by having coffee with you. But if you know somebody who you respect, highly respect, mm-hmm. don't be afraid. You know, there is one, one example where my ask wasn't positive and I'll never forget. I was at a gala. I had, I had achieved uh, a huge, you know, accomplishment in, in my um, business as, as an entrepreneur. And I remember walking up to somebody who had You achieved higher success than me. And I just had so much admiration. You know, we sometimes put people on a pedestal when we shouldn't. And I asked her, and it took courage to say, can I have my photo with you? And this was, oh, 20 some odd years ago. And I'll never forget. I wrote it in my book too. And she said, no, I don't have time and walked away. And I'll I'll never forget. It, It crushed me. I was humiliated. I wanted to just dig a hole and bury myself. And it ruined my, I, I allowed it, not it. I allowed it to ruin my night. And I was just, I was, and I was insecure. I'm still obviously insecure because now if that happened, I'm like, wow, that's, that's a hurting person. Like that is somebody who's really not in a good place, but I didn't know that back then. And I remember lying in bed going, why did this happen? And again, faith is a big part of, of my, my life. And, and I, I, I pray all the time. And, and it was like God just said, like, I just showed you what never to do to somebody. Greatest lesson I ever, ever. And so there were times when I was at events and people would say, can I have my photo with you? Can, absolutely, we got to do it quick because I've got to get, you know, I'm teaching a, 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 a workshop or a seminar. Let's do it quick. And I never, so I learned through that painful experience of what never did you. And so sometimes we think, Oh, I'm a victim, or why did that happen? And if we dig deep and we allow ourselves to just pause and reflect and really ask for the answer, the answer was, I just showed you what never to do. And it was a great, one of my greatest lessons that came with
0: pain. I love that that awareness, and you mentioned it. It's in your book, and I want to bring that up. And I'll be putting in the show notes uh, the name of your book and also how they can find it and purchase it because it's a it's a a fabulous foundational piece to where you are today. And so I'd love our readers to our listeners to to get that. And of course, we'll put everything in the show notes on how they can find there to be youth and to connect with you and and if they're chosen to if they move to the ways that they could possibly support and help increase the impact of this movement um you know whether it that's to make a donation or maybe to volunteer or um i think we were having a little conversation about your ideas on sponsorship um, that helps them as well. So again, lifting and climbing, could you talk a little bit about your thoughts on that? Oh gosh.
1: Yeah. I have, I have a, a lot, of, a lot to say about that. You know, I'm a firm believer that when we operate out of a, out of the spirit of abundance and generosity, that is what lifting as you climb, you know, supporting and celebrating others as they win when you don't, you know, how many people Will actually be happy for someone when they're not winning, and I, you know, that was right. It hard sometimes, right? That jealousy and envy, you know. It, so it's it, it's living and 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 acting out of a spirit of generosity and abundance, but really, truly supporting one another and and elevating them, and and it just as you like, you do what you do, like you do this, you to support and elevate others but you know in the end what it's doing as well is it's lifting you up and when we help enough people get what they want you will get what you want as well and I'm a firm believer in that it's not about me it's not about uh, self-focus it's about being others focused so I would say that is what lifting as you climb looks like
0: Um, you're absolutely spot on for me the benefit in Doing this program and interviewing people like yourself is, hey, I I, I I want to put a spotlight on, I want to spread the message of the good work that you're doing and hopefully add, you know, to increase your influence and impact. At the same time, oh my gosh, I am sitting at the feet of the teachers. I am learning what I want to do. I'm learning about how to increase my own impact. And I'm so grateful to each of you that have gone before and who are generously sharing your time now and sharing your wisdom with everybody who's listening. Because that, I mean, that's what we do, right? We, it's like the exponential growth when we, when we share wisdom with each other. And, you know, it doesn't mean that it has to be a one-to-one reciprocity, right? It's not that you do this for me and I'll do that for you. It's that we're just creating abundance, and we're all able to draw from from that. I know that you have a really important meeting coming up shortly, and I and I want to honor and support that, and and send you the most positive vibes for success with that. Because I was thinking, you know, having a charity, uh, creating a movement. It also has to be like running a business, because if you're not successful, if you don't have sustainability, if you don't have income to support the programs and to grow and do the reach, then there's a lot of people getting let down, right? And so I know that you you have an important meeting around funding and sponsorship and support. That that's the other thing I, that I I wanted to suggest to the listeners that building their own. Uh, or supporting your organization they can also start by creating small events and fundraisers and contribute a portion or all of the proceeds to groups like yours that are making such a positive difference in the world and the ripples just keep getting bigger right and going out there yeah. and and maybe maybe someone else will be inspired in another community or another country to do to replicate your success, mm-hmm. and um, and I hope for that as well. Thank you. Any parting thoughts you'd like to share with us, Shannon?
1: I, I just want to share. You know, when we started in twenty twenty with our first uh, program, it was all virtual, and so I know that you have an audience in the United States. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about our event, our annual event that we hold in November, our Youth Inspired Community Day, is that it is a hybrid event. So students 14 to 24 can register no matter where they are in the world. And so I want to invite anyone who listens to this, who knows on grade 9, you know, 14 to 24, who they feel would benefit from plugging in to something positive. You know, we have a three-time Olympian, Miranda who is our group mentor uh, to our community youth council. And she's one of our keynote speakers. And we have RBC um, as a huge sponsor. We have so many community sponsors that enable us to be able to offer these programs at no cost to students. So it is absolutely free, no matter where you are, what socioeconomic background you come from. like it, It doesn't matter. And so that's why we count on our supporters to help us. Um, but I just want to open the invitation to anyone who hears this that say, oh, I wish my, my child yeah. or my young adult, um, niece, um, would, would, could be part of this. What I can, uh, go to our website and, um, put in, you know, sign up for our e-news and you'll be, you know, given information But our youth inspire community Day will be again in November and it will be hybrid. Anyone can join as long as you're in that 14 to 24 age group.
0: I'm so glad that came out even if we were almost at the end of the show, because to all that are listening to this show, and hopefully soon watching it if you want to on YouTube, we're working on that. If you're listening, then that means that there are people in your life, in your circle of influence, um, that This type of support could really make a difference. You know, whether you're a grandparent or a parent or you're a business owner and your staff have children, tell them about Dare to Be Youth. Get them to sign up, follow the programs, get them to participate. I mean, there's just absolute generosity flowing from you, Shannon. Thank you, because you're offering to share the good work that you're doing and the positive influence you're doing with anybody anywhere in the world. And, um, that, that never stops happening. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. It's I an can't... honor.
0: It, it, I would love
1: to have the more, we want this to be a global thing. And, um, yeah, it's, this has just been such a gift to me and I want to thank you for creating their space to share um, people's stories. Um, So many of the things that we talked about today weren't even on our list. (laughs) And that's the beautiful thing about organic conversations, you know, the real, raw, authentic, vulnerable conversation. And I'm just grateful for this opportunity, Isabel. So I want to thank you for for reaching out and encouraging
0: me to do this with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, please, we, we need to have a sequel, right? We will. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: All right. Have a great day. Best of success with your meeting in a little bit. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Sounds good. All right. Bye for now and high five, everybody. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media, with friends, and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember, your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.